All right, welcome to, um, we are one episode away from 150. This is our 149th episode. Um, milestone. What'd you say? A huge milestone. Are you wearing a cab shirt? Yeah. It's, uh, there we go. <laughs> you this hate them. From... <laughs> oh, man, I do, I do. But, uh, yeah, this is from a uh, playoff game back in 2018. Oh, that's went fun. to yeah. If you remember the LeBron game winner over the Pacers first round, which one? No, uh, yeah, I do remember. He went to game five. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, he was there. He was there on like a work trip, and he was like, ah, I, I could go, and he did go. God, so he got this awesome. shirt, and so yeah. And then I have another one of these that we just got because I went to a Knicks-Cavs game last year first mm-hmm. round. Um, yeah, but that one's yeah somewhere. You back went to game. I want game five. It was in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. It was in Cleveland. It was a closeout game. So yeah, game yeah I got five. to see a lot of very sad, sad and disgusted Cavs fans. So it was quite fun. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, and you were happy because you, you called that one. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I enjoyed myself heavily with that. <laughs> <laughs> Expected it to happen. Got it done. It's good stuff. All right. Well, that's the first team we're going to talk about today, the Knicks, um, who – uh, had recently just won nine straight. They did lose to the Lakers on Saturday night to end that to end that streak. And a game that the Lakers really needed. Um, so they've been hovering around 500. And LeBron is tweeting out hourglass emojis and is like sitting out games or it's unclear if he could have played. And it's just kind of like the trade deadline is in four days, so you'd expect to see maybe something happen. Although I I kind of think it's going to be a quiet one. Um, like. It seems like a lot of teams want to be buyers, but the market is just not very like. There's just not a nobody selling. Like, like Dejounte is kind of been floating around. With the Hawks have won four in a row, so like they might not even be selling now. And, um, you know, Caruso is a popular name. But the Bulls kind of seem like they want to keep everything. Levine has just been out announced out for the year, so like if he was going to go to the Sixers, maybe with the Embiid news, which we'll talk about on the end, at the end, like. Maybe that's dead now. So it might be a little quiet. There's always there's always something. Um, people are hoping for like a, a OKC upgrade or um, yeah. maybe for the Bucks to do something to get to get um, like a wing to a bench, like Dorian Finney-Smith. Maybe some of those Nets guys have been talked about. But anyway. My buddy was um, very mad at you for suggesting that OKC needs to go out and make a splash move this year. Splash. I mean – I just want, I just think they need a like a big body besides Chet. He's anti he's anti trading assets for just a big body for the playoffs. I'll say that. But I think I mean they have like 20 second round picks to like you can't get rid of like 3 of them. Cuz they're awesome. top they're top 4 seed. Like they have a chance. Um, that's what I was telling him, man. You, you gotta go. Like, if you're this good right now, like, you gotta try at least try and make you know something happen. But yeah, the window closes. I mean, look at Memphis. Like, we we always talk about them, but like they, like I thought they're gonna be the number one seed this year, and it's been a complete chaos lost season. <laughs> they had 13 players sit out on, I think Saturday. Um, Jesus Where did right, they find the their roster? I. The Memphis Hustle feeder system is strong. Um, Knicks, can they win the East? You were higher on the team. This is before the OG trade, um, and we've talked about them since the trade. I think we talked about them right after it happened. But 
Um, now, now after that winning streak, um, where they've like, I think they dismantled the Nuggets and the Sixers by thirty. Uh, they've beaten the Heat, which is not a super impressive thing right now, and they've beaten the Wolves. Um, they beat the Pacers oh, in that game where they sort of had to come back. They had the Josh Hart triple double party. Um, can they win the East based on matchups? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, they can. A w- two weeks ago, I think I would have said no. Uh, a month ago, I definitely would have said no. Uh, I didn't even really think the OG trade was a needle mover. But looking at how the East is poised right now, uh, looking at the way that Brunson's playing, because, man, like, I mean, he has been, like, probably a top 10 player in the league this season, if not higher. Uh, the way that he's been kind of carrying them in clutch time and getting all the key buckets when they need it um, and kind of leading this team to where they are at now. Uh, 9-1 and one in their last 10, like you said. I think they have probably the best point differential in the last 10, if not one of the best. Um, and they seem like they are capable of matching up with pretty much anybody. I mean, part of that is the East – just being a little bit of a mess right now. Uh, we'll obviously talk about the Embiid injury stuff, but Philly is probably the biggest question mark to me in the East, Philly and Milwaukee. I really don't know what version of them we're going to see in the playoffs. Uh, Milwaukee, I I want to think that they're going to be able to figure it out with all that talent that they have, but at the same time, you kind of factor in Doc Rivers, and, I mean, he's taken a lot of talented squads and squandered them. And so if there's any oh. coach in the league that you'd – am I wrong? Uh, no. If there's any coach in the league <laughs> that you'd expect to do less with more, it's Doc Rivers, right? And so from that standpoint, I'm I'm a little bit worried about Milwaukee and what they've got going on. They had a, a horrendous fourth quarter yesterday. I think they scored 13 points in the fourth quarter uh, against Utah, lost that game, lost a game that they really should have won um yesterday night and they just look like they're in trouble man like i mean at the very least you would have figured their offense would be good but it kind of seems like we're going back to how it was under bud where they just kind of fall apart sometimes and their offense just can't figure things out and you would have thought the dame would be kind of the spark that would kind of prevent that from happening and it hasn't been the case philly like i said the injuries just bring it you know in a huge question mark Indiana's good, but just unproven. Um, so I'd, I'd I mean, Indiana's good, the but they're all, they're also like the, they're not really in this class of teams. Like they're, they're like the six or they're seven. Really not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so you know, the, I think the Knicks match up well against everybody that you'd kind of put in that that top five in the East, right? You know, Boston's a big question mark. I think that would be a slugfest of a series. I think that could be probably the most fun seven game series that we're going to get in the playoffs this year if it ends up happening. Um, just with low scoring it's the kind of series that we love where it's going to come down to a couple shots at the end people are going to be breaking everything until like the last five minutes of the game and then maybe you get a little run by one of the teams and they pull it out um but i I think it's gonna be really fun if if the two teams do end up meeting uh both kind of have a similar problem where you're you're not really sure if the offense is gonna you know stick through it the whole game but both also have defenses that can kind of keep them in the game even when uh, the offenses stall out um, so I think that's the big worry for for the Knicks is can you beat Boston? But uh, I think if anybody has the sort of size to match up with Boston, um, the kind of individual scoring as well uh, with, I mean, you talk about Randall and then obviously with Brunson, I think that they have uh, the go-to scores in the clutch if they need it. Um, and they got the wing defenders now for 
Boston probably better than any other team in the in the East. I think that's fair to say with Hart and uh, now with OG. And I mean, you can probably throw Randall on there too. And you know, he, I mean, you would expect Randall to to stay on KP, but I mean, you you could probably if you wanted a bigger body to throw at some of these wings, you could probably do him as well. Yeah, I I think they do. I mean, they've played Boston like last year. They played them really well in the like regular season, and like now the team has changed a little bit with OG, and you don't have like the quickly factor um, where like he's not like they don't really have someone like lighting up off the bench anymore per se, but like the starting lineup's better. Um, and so like, yeah, Boston, I mean, especially lately, like in that Memphis game where they were Memphis had like the, the G league squad um, it was, they, they gave up nine offensive rebounds in the first quarter. Um, that's a place where the Knicks can hurt you. Um especially if they get Mitchell Robinson back who like when he got hurt, he was playing at like a defensive player of the year level almost um, just kind of swallowing everything up in the rim. And we've seen him get offensive rebounds to the playoffs against the Cavs, like nobody's business. Oh man. Um, and they can avoid the thing that's nice about this is they can avoid like Boston's going to be the one seed barring something crazy happening here. Um, and um the other thing is, yeah, like, yeah, they got to snag two or three, and like, it, maybe you do get lucky and um, you're able to gain some ground on Boston. It's probably not going to happen, given we have like 30 games left. And I think they they're up like five, five on that, five on them. But they're down um, five on Milwaukee, and uh, New York is six back. Yeah, yeah. So Boston's probably going to be the one seed, but like. Like you said, like Philly has some question marks now. Milwaukee still has some question marks. I think, I think like ultimately they will be better with Doc um, than than Griffin. Um, I think that I think the I think at least the I feel confident that the defense will get better. Um, I don't know that the offense is gonna you're gonna see that much of a change. And like their offense has been good. Like and. But yeah, the thirteen in the fourth quarter against the Jazz is not not encouraging. They did have the great comeback against the Mavs, though. Um, so the Knicks—they're one of the teams that are top ten in offensive and defensive rating. Um, and I mean, if you look just by the numbers, it would tell you that this is the best Knicks team that they've had since nineteen ninety three, which is thirty years ago, and when they yeah. lost to. Um, the Bulls in the conference finals with a the Charles Smith game where he like got blocked five times in ten seconds or whatever in game five and they were just dead in game six. But um, since they've gotten Ananobi, they've been the best defensive team in the league um, by defensive rating. Um, I mean, they have Hartenstein's really stepped up, getting offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. He's had to play a ton of minutes because Randall's been out too. Hart, I mean, when when OG was out for those couple games, Hart had that triple double, and then he almost had another one in the game before that. Um, McBride is the guy who's been their backup point guard. Um, and if there was if there was ever like a spot that they would upgrade at the deadline, it would probably be that. Um, but yeah, Brunson's been. I mean, he's a fan favorite in every sense of the word. They love him there. Um, he's getting the MVP chance in the game before the Lakers game. I forget who they were playing. I think Indiana. Um, he's getting the MVP chance for that game. Um, and interestingly, this is not a great stat here. Um, they are nine and 16. Um, 
versus teams that are over 522 and one versus teams that are 500 or worse. That was as I, that's, that is as of February 1st. So they've played twice since then. Um, and one of them was the Lakers. So that wouldn't add to the above 500. So that's, that's a little discouraging, but um, also, but the team has changed so much since they got Ananobi and they have beaten really good teams since they got him. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think they would really give Boston a run for their money. And um, I don't know. Milwaukee kind of destroyed them this season already. Um, I wouldn't feel great about that matchup, but I would feel pretty good about, I would almost feel better against Boston. It sounds weird to say, but like, they do have guys who like OG is like a perfect mold to guard someone like Tatum and like, yeah. um, just the physicality against the Boston team who like has kind of had the reputation of being soft is something that could really help. Um, and then like, yeah, the Cavs, it's a pr- proof of concept. We've seen it. Um, and yeah. the Philly, I mean, that's, they're kind of on their way out. It seems like so. Um, Boston, what worries me is that Boston can just shoot them out of it really quickly. And if they just kind of run into a hot Boston team, then yeah, I mean, all bets are off. Like they could just lose that series pretty quickly. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you you would think if they can bog Boston down a little bit, like that's that's pretty favorable for them. Whereas like Milwaukee is a lot harder to, to bog them down, I think, just because Giannis, in theory. Giannis and Dame just kind of start, serve as that, that spark plug whenever. Yeah. Especially Giannis. Like, I, I still feel like he's just going to get all these guys in a big foul trouble. Like, Randall's going to be in trouble. Robinson's going to be in trouble. And, like, now, then you're in trouble. I think that – yeah, I think – yeah, Boston get hot. But also in these close games, like, like you'd almost rather have Brunson – handling yeah. things yeah. than like Tatum and just like all the weird shit that we've seen where he takes like these fadeaway, these fadeaway two pointers. Like shot where, selection is bizarre yeah. where they can just clearly get a better shot. It's just, it's just weird. And Missoula seems like he's like fine with it all the time. And I don't know. I don't like the, um, Austin like in like any game process. that's within 10 going into the fourth quarter is like in date. Like you would kind of expect them to blow that lead. Against like a good team. Yeah. Um, anything else on the Knicks? I guess like those are the, the teams that we mentioned are probably who they would play in the second round. And I mean, I think we're assuming that they're going to get through the first round. Like the teams that they could play in the first round are like um, Orlando, Indiana, Indiana, or Indiana, Orlando. Miami would be kind of the nightmare. Miami, scenario, if they I guess. pick it up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess they'd have demons for Miami, but like, they were good really... against Miami for a lot of that series too. Yeah, like, is Miami going to be like the seventh seed, or are they going to be eighth? Like, you really don't know. You kind of have no idea where they're going to land. So, um, I feel good against about them in the first round, pretty much no matter what. Um, yeah, and Brunson has improve this year from last year especially uh shooting wise i think it's he's up to like 43 percent to three now and i think last year he wasn't he wasn't above 40 um so that's been that's been huge for them too because he i mean like him having like that that 50 point game in phoenix that he had 
and some of his other big scoring performances. Like that's just like not something that he was doing last year against really anyone. Um, And did he have 50 last year? I don't know. See, I don't like remember him. I don't remember him hitting like nine threes in a game last year. Like, I don't know that like that kind of, that kind of stuff went on. And Randall has his weird stretches where he can't shoot at all. And maybe that's coming, but I mean, they kind of, they have the model of a team who just doesn't lose to bad teams. Um, Yeah. But they just beat up on bad teams, and like Milwaukee, you can't really say that for, and um, some of these other teams at the top. So I like them. Yeah, I think that, I think I could totally win the East if that's. Um, I wouldn't predict it. I'd still I'd still take. I only t- I would only take Milwaukee and Boston over them, but um, like it's in the realm of possibility, and they match up, you know, somewhat well against these teams. So yeah, yeah. So the closest Brunson came last year was forty eight against Cleveland. That was like late in the season. But uh, and that one he had seven threes, but I don't know. The, this year it seems a little bit more more prevalent, kind of happening nightly, where he's doing something either in the fourth or he's just going off for for a huge points night. Yeah. Um. All right. Do we want to hit the heat next? Yeah, that's all you, man. You uh, you've been very disappointed by this team. I'm still a little lukewarm on them. I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season. But uh, I will I will say the only thing I did want to mention was uh, I believe Eric Spolster mentioned in a press conference that they're the only team this season to have a seven-game winning streak and a seven-game losing streak. So kind of sums it up. It does really sum it up. And, th- yeah, this has been the bad days for them. Um, they – the shot selection right now, although – okay, so I watched – I watched the entire Clippers game yesterday um, and it was a pretty close game throughout. It was really low scoring. Um, it was tied up at 43 really and a half, which is crazy. Um, and it was really it, like, it wasn't because like, it was kind of sloppy. Like I think the Clippers had a bunch of turnovers in the first half, but like the heat were just not really shooting well. Um, but I mean, in the past, their shot selection has been bad. They shoot more of those long mid range twos than any team. Um it seems like all all like the cutting and stuff that we saw in the playoffs from like Vincent and Robinson and Struess and those guys, given given yeah, Robinson's I mean, uh Vincent and Struess are no longer on the team and Robinson's had this concussion. A lot of that stuff is just like not happening as much anymore. Um the hero question is always a debate, like are they better without him? It's hard to say. I would say yes. I don't know. <laughs> like Ooh, that's a tank. I it's a take, but I think ultimately, like, the strength of this team has to be their defense, and they're 13th yeah. right now if he doesn't play the whole season. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know that – the other side of this is, like, I don't know how much you can really win with defense anymore given, like, all the scoring explosions that we've seen lately. Like, like who who in the league now is really winning with defense? Like for the Heat last year, even during their run, they were having these crazy shooting performances. They're while just shooting being, threes like well, crazy, yeah. Yeah, well, just being good enough on defense to 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 pull a lot of these games out. Um, and it's not. I mean, they 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 were dominant in some of these series. Like against the Bucks, they were dominant. The, the Knicks, they, the Knicks. But, I mean, like you look at some of the Bucks games. Like the last two Bucks games finished. What they were like down by they were close digits in the fourth quarter. 
And like it was well into the hundreds. Like the Bucks had already scored like 110. It's not like the Bucks were struggling offensively and the Miami's kind of found something got it going. No. no, the Bucks looked pretty good on offense through like three and a half quarters, and then it's kind of fell apart. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Caleb Martin's like 10 points game right now. Um, he was a star breakout star of the playoffs last year. And um Rogier, since he's joined the team, is only 22% from three. I think he was 0 of 5 yesterday. Um, the looks themselves aren't bad, but like it's just the fact that like they were running plays for him in crunch time. Like when they really and it's like why you have Jimmy who is not who has not been the same guy this regular season. And all Never. it's gonna take for me to renew my faith in him is like a 40 point game. So like it doesn't take much, but like he can't like even that's not happening, like um like he's it's kind of like like he had some weird and for as good as the playoff playoff run was he's had some weird like the nugget that like in the nuggets game especially like the first two like where he was like kind of looking he would like kind of probe and like look to pass a lot where like it wasn't just like hyper aggression what we've seen it's kind of like been going back to that um like we need, we need like a, either like a forty point game from him or like for him and Spolstra to almost get in a fight in the timeout again. Like we need like one of those two things to happen yeah. soon. Yeah. Cause I think they're like three games over five hundred. They beat the Kings at home that ended that seven game losing streak that we talked about. Um, but in this Clippers game, um like they were only tied they were tied at forty three and the Clippers kind of played like shit the entire first half. Like it like even the commentators, like you're you're watching, it's like wow, they 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 should feel fortunate to be tied right now. And then mm-hmm. Kawhi started cooking. The Heat were still in it. And then the Clippers just started playing their game and hitting threes, and Harden had two four-point plays in the fourth quarter. And it was just kind of over. Um, and, Harden yeah, kind of took over, missed, I'm not going to lie. No, he did. And the Heat kind of missed it. They missed it. a lot of open looks from three. and didn't have Hero. They didn't have Robinson. Um, but – Despite like despite Jimmy, he's shooting forty four for forty four percent from three this year, which is kind of crazy for him, considering like how low how low his attempts are, and like you know he was just like allergic to it in at times yeah. in the last two seasons. Um, it really helped to see Bam has been just bad like offensively this pretty much this whole season. Um, that is a the that piece of it I think is more concerning than the Jimmy part because Jimmy you kind of think of as having an off 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 on switch, um, yeah, whereas like sure Bam, Bam just like not be, like he is kind of having to be the hub of their offense sometimes and like when he's not even like playing well it's kind of like why is this happening but then jimmy like he has so many miles on him that he you're not going to ask to put jimmy in pick and roll like 30 times a game either um yeah. and yeah the good the good news for them is they have the best coach in the league and we've seen it before and um you know no one's going to want to play them it's true um <laughs> and i think we, we both really like the rosier trade because how good he is coming off the pick and roll is downhill but he's just been bad since they got him, and we've had like a decent sample size now um, of like seven or eight games. Maybe it picks up. They need the All Star break probably more than any team. Um, yeah, and 
we've we're about a week away um but i don't I, like them going into the play the play-in again where you think of last year and they're down like five with three minutes left to the bulls to about to be knocked out like if they're in that situation again it might not go their way yeah <laughs> no i'm right there with you uh a lot of it I really am because uh, I, I don't like their chances of beating Orlando in a one-off. And then, yeah, whoever comes out of that that 9-10. And that, that's even assuming that Chicago – or, sorry, that's assuming that Miami stays in that eight seed, um, which, honestly, at this point, maybe even that's a, a bit of a question mark. The good news is that for as bad as they played, they're a game and a half out of, of six. Um, Indiana and Orlando and – I mean, even Philly's now slipping back a little bit. They're still, they still got a little bit of a buffer. But if uh, they were in the West, they would be like, I would be so out, like it would be over. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But in the East, man, anything is possible. No, they're not in danger. They're really not in danger of falling out in the play, falling out of the plane. Like, because it it would take a mini miracle. Brooklyn and Toronto are. I mean, even they're eight games, they're eight and a half up on Toronto, they're five up on Brooklyn. And Brooklyn's like kind of not really trying to win anymore. Um, sure what Brooklyn's trying to do. Just to be honest with you. I don't think I think that's like the one team we just haven't talked about that we just probably never will. Like, Let me just say, quick segue. What were they thinking? They were about to get what? Two first round picks for DFS, four first round picks for Mikhail, didn't take it. And they're like, no, we want to build around this team for a potential 10 seed that even the 10 seed looks a little unlikely. Anyway, mini rant. Miami um, is like I don't know if you want to add anything more about Brooklyn. Oh, the, like that, it just boggles my mind. The rocket, the Rockets was the McHale one, right? I think so. Yeah. So they were essentially getting they were getting all their picks back from the Rockets. Do it, yeah. Blow this team up. They're not good. <laughs> I. I think I have more of a problem with the. I think I have more of a problem with the Finney Smith one, honestly. Well, the Finney Smith one just it makes no sense. If you have a chance to get rid of Finney Smith, even for one first round pick, I would take it in a heartbeat. That's incredible. Do we know who offered that? I don't. I really don't. I just I see these things floating around. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, whoever offered that, to be fair, like what are you what are you doing? You don't need DMs that bad, I promise you. Uh, but, yeah, now Miami, the one thing I will say is that you look at how they played that regular season last year, and you look at some of the numbers, and everything from, like, the three-point shooting numbers were just horrendous all the way down. Um, the scoring was a huge question mark, and then you had Hero go down, so it became an even bigger question mark. And you sort of had these guys come out of nowhere, uh, in the playoffs last year, I do agree with what you're saying. If they find themselves in that same situation again, there's no guarantee that they make that comeback with five minutes down in the fourth quarter this year. Um, but once they're in, man, like I just like freaky stuff happens with that team, and I don't understand it. And I'm not going to pretend to understand it, but like they just have to make it there. It feels like um, for the stars to just align in their favor, you know. Um, and as bad as some of these numbers look and as bad as they've looked on court at the end of the day, like there's still like a level of faith that, that I have that as long as they can get there, like maybe Bam's just going to figure something out, right? Maybe that Bam little mid range thing that he likes to go to just starts working, right? Like he starts hitting everything. 
Um, maybe Jimmy just turns into that monster again, right? Um, and maybe they get some. I mean, I don't even know who the guy would be this year. Um, that may come out and like surprise us, but I guess like a. I mean, it kind of has to be Highsmith, but I, they don't have. They yeah, don't I guess have... it's Highsmith and Cal Martin, right? Yeah, I mean, we've seen it. They needed it from Martin, and they still had Struess and Vincent on the team last year, and they. Yeah, Hawkins. Hawkins been good, man. True. They have Hawkins. Hawkins is a rookie, though. Like, is he gonna really like in the playoffs? Like, is he gonna be someone he who's reliable? Be, I mean, I honestly, I, I have faith that he they will find a way to make him reliable. Duncan, I, I really have to have that faith. Robinson has been better this year. He's been better. Um, yeah, and like he can best. do a little bit more. He's not just the three point guy. Yeah, he can kind of drive now. So. That's a good thing, but I, I don't know. I still have the faith in Jimmy. Bam, it's it's kind of going away, um, and it just feels like this is the year that we're going to get burned being yeah. confident about the Heat. I don't know if I'd say I'm confident. I, I would say that if they get lucky and they get to face like a Cleveland in the first round, all of a sudden I might be pretty tempted to Like, it. is this not like the changing of the guard year? Like, you think so? Like the is Lakers. The Lakers look like shit. The Warriors look like shit. Yeah, he look like shit. Like all these teams, like in the West, it's like, yeah, you've got Denver, but when they're still pretty young, but it's like you've got Minnesota and OKC coming up. The Clippers are a new team in the, the East. Clippers you've still got team. the Clippers aren't a new team. I mean, they're this this version of the Clippers is like totally different than like what they've had. It is a little, and, it is a little different, and the, the core pieces are still the same. I'm saying like all these aging teams that like we kind of expect to have one more run in them. Like it's not Mm -hmm. really happening for any of them. And like the teams in the East that are at the top aren't really old. No, no, they're all pretty young. Milwaukee's probably the oldest of the bunch, right? Yeah. And even they're not really that old. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, you're kind of right. I'll give it to you. We can talk about Milwaukee now. I don't know. That's all I have to say on the Heat. They have a big game against the Magic tomorrow. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um, that's, no loss. that's probably no, no, probably. That's I mean, yeah, it's probably for the division. <laughs> They're one of those teams like they'll play the Pistons twice and they'll actually lose one of the games. Like, like it shouldn't be happening. Like the, the stretches where you play like a team twice in four days, like they'll actually lose to like the Wizards. Like if they play them twice, yeah. like it's it's one yeah. of those. Not bad. Um, it should should be happening. All right, you you wanted to talk about the Bucks, and then we're gonna hit Embiid. Um, I mean, we already kind of did our little mini rant on the Bucks yeah. earlier. Um, but like, yeah, no, it's just like concerning, man. Like uh, yesterday's fourth quarter was really probably the the tipping point for that. And I know I think we're only like, what like three or four games into the Doc Rivers uh, era, the Doc Rivers reign. Um, but it, it's just not been looking good. You know, that Dallas game was a positive, but I mean, you start dropping games against Portland, you start dropping games against Utah. Like it just doesn't look good. Well, it was bad. It was like, yeah, it, it's just not what you expect to see out of a contender, even with like a mid season coaching change and all that. Like it, it's sort of one of those deals where you still sort of with this team expect the talent to lead. Uh, it's not a coaching thing. It's not a, Oh, like they're going to, really figure it out with Doc's going to come in with some grand scheme or something like that. That's not what this team's been missing. And it's never really what's carried them in the past either. To me, Um, even when they went on that run in 2021, it was more the shot making from Middleton and Drew just kind of went, 
uh, it, it probably peaked right there. And, you know, obviously then you had Giannis doing his thing and, and that kind of secured the deal. But it, it's not a team that I expect to win from schemes or coaching or anything like that. Like it, that kind of gets thrown out the window. So to me, like even with the coaching change, like you still expect the talent to perform and the talent is just better than any other team in the East on paper. And so it's concerning to, to see them struggle. I, I think they got blown out by the Celtics once too this year, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, they, they blew out Boston. Well, once. they blew them out once bad. And yeah, then they, they I lost, think they got uh, lost a close game early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that's the one, one silver lining that you can take is you have that win over Boston. Um, but for them, it just feels like it's a matter of uh, you're, you're really not, sure which version of that team is going to come out and if if they have these like offensive kind of meltdowns again uh in the playoffs like it's you kind of saw it last year and like a team just gets hot and finds a way to beat them and there are a lot of teams in the east that can get hot and beat you right indiana uh, orlando miami even they're all teams that are just waiting to to get hot and hit a whole bunch of threes and all of a sudden you find yourself in a hole that you really didn't expect you could be in I mean, they're they're they should not be having offensive problems. Like, period. Like they no, they ever like they they made a trade for Dame. They have Dame and Giannis. You should be able to run actions with them throughout mm-hmm. and get something good every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the defense is bad enough to where like you can't really afford to have like we've talked about this before, I think. But like they them having like a top five offense and like a bottom five defense is something that could work. Um, yeah. They're the one team in the league that I'm like, oh, but like, but like the offense has to be that good. Like it can't. Like we've seen the defense be so bad, and like the transition defense, especially under Griffin, was horrible. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, transition is usually the one thing that they will always win on, right? Like in the past, that's been kind of their bread and butter. Um. So if they're not winning the transition game, then then all of a sudden you really start worrying about where this team is going. Um, that being said, I think they still have one of the best lineups in the league. Um, yeah, because that Lillard, Beasley, Middleton, uh, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez lineup is still one of the, the best five-man lineups in the league. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, in the playoffs, you start getting shorter rotations. You're going to start seeing that lineup a little bit more. Uh, you still feel pretty good about them. They've also played together a lot more than – pretty much any other lineup in the league this year. Um, Most lineups, like obviously Phoenix has been going through a lot of injuries. The Clippers kind of took their time figuring it out with injuries. Um, Even Cleveland, I think, has had to deal with – Cleveland and New York have had to deal with their fair share of injuries. Uh, Milwaukee really hasn't, at least with that lineup. Um, So them and the Denver lineup with like Murray, KCP, MPJ, uh, Aaron Gordon, and Jokic have kind of played the most together out of some of these top lineups in the league. And so that's that's good. You know, you get the continuity going into the playoffs, which is really useful for them. You know, less so for Denver. Denver's already been there, done that. But for Milwaukee to kind of get that that the reps in before the playoffs helps. Um, but uh, yeah, now he's got to show it on a nightly basis, man. You can't um, they, these off nights are, are just it's weird. You know, you see like Boston kind of well, I guess Boston's had their problems too, and so I, I guess every team in the league has had their problems throughout the year. But, um, yeah, it's just like this Milwaukee team, I really didn't – I thought they would cruise through the regular season. I really did. You know, like the, this felt like a regular mm. season that should not be a problem for them. You know, teams just shouldn't be able to figure them out. Knock on wood, but, like, I feel like 
just in general, to, at least to the contending teams, there haven't been a lot of like longer injuries for stars outside of like jaw. Like unless yeah. they've unless they're like out for the year, it like hasn't really That's been like like. I mean, pray for your team, but like outside yeah. of the start <laughs> of the season, like Clippers, like even even my team, like it's just not really happening. Yeah. But um, I would love if the I would love if the Bucks could flip like Bochamp for for Caruso or something like that because I don't know if Beasley is like the answer is like the starting two guard. Um, yeah, I mean, like yeah, Caruso would be amazing. Um, but I just don't know how feasible it is at this point. I I, I don't know what Chicago's doing. Like Chicago doesn't feel like a seller. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, they're delusional. Um, all right, <laughs> we'll we'll hit the indeed injury quickly. Um, he he got hurt in that Golden State game. Um, I don't think we're gonna like talk about the whole sixty five. No, I, I, mean, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know if you had a problem with it. I don't. Um, I think okay. so, everyone was so like reaction. Like everyone's yeah. thoughts about it are very like reactive to like what happened, um, yeah. especially like Draymond, like him no. talking about it. <laughs> he just doesn't. No. Um, but he didn't no, worry about that. Yeah. As a damn team, five games, <laughs> five hundred or whatever. Um, but uh, it'd be like, yeah, he's probably gonna miss. Depending on the the, from what I've heard, like the people talk about like people what I've read would have heard is like people are saying like depending on how the surgery goes it could the timeline could change but like I think it's happening like today so we should know in the next couple of days um yeah, like five to six a, weeks at least right yeah it's like a, it's like a meniscus tear um yeah, the wording the bad. wording was the wording was weird how they they said like a flap or whatever but yeah that means tear apparently so um it's in well, his neither he's had problems with in the past um and yeah it's probably gonna be the minimum like you said i'd, I'd say probably minimum six weeks you always tend to go longer in these things for seven footers so yeah. six weeks that brings us to about the middle of march and then a month later we start the playoffs so yeah i don't expect to see him. i don't expect to see him again period until the playoffs um i wouldn't be no. shocked if we don't see him again this season um hmm. okay I don't know. I think he'll make it back to the playoffs for sure. I hope so. I don't know that, like, this is just another, like, every year it's just either he misses, like, the first, like, that Miami series he missed two years ago. He missed, like, the first two games. Or, like, he misses, like, the first two games for, like, Boston. It's just, like, they're always at a disadvantage with this stuff. Like, yeah, no matter what. Um, yeah. And he's been he's been so dominant for them that, like, they don't really have the stretch of it of like beating up on all the bad teams anymore. Cause when that, when they were doing that, he was playing. It's like they're playing yeah. Dallas tonight without him. Like, um, Maxi is good. Well, Maxie, I mean, Maxi dropped 51 to be fair without him. So, no. yeah, true. Um, they, they, and Paul Reed, you know, I think he had like 20, 30 points in that game versus the Nuggets yeah. when Embiid sat out. Um, mm-hmm. so now, like basically they're not winning the title like i don't, I don't know. like I, I don't think that, yeah I, like that that's a big question mark right now right like you just don't know if even if he comes back like he's gonna be 100 percent. is he gonna get re-injured again like it's just like you said it just happens every year and you can't expect it uh it feels like he gets knocked up at some point in the playoffs every year too like last year it felt like he kind of had like that ding against the um 
was a second round series against Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And then like his play kind of fell off. I was he missed a few games that series too. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to to count on him to be there in the playoffs. Uh, and so, yeah, even as dominant as he's been and as good as they've looked, I mean, that, that spacing on that team this year looked fantastic. Um, it's probably the best that that team has looked offensively and defensively in, in a long time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's time for Nick Nurse to get creative. More or less likely to do something at the deadline. I think it makes them more likely, but I think it like highly depends on how that surgery goes today. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, they're always going to know. I mean, they're going to know like what, what, the timeline is better than even what's reported. So like if they find out that it went well, like tomorrow and then they've got two days towards the deadline. Yeah. There's stuff that can happen. I just don't know really what they're like looking for right now, unless there's a name that haven't, that hasn't been like, it kind of seems like tomorrow's like just not like DeRozan is just not on the table, which is weird, but that's very weird. I, like, I don't think someone... they want him either to be fair, but I think yeah. they throw off their spacing more than anything. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think, know. It's tough to find a good name for him. I think just lost lost season for them. I don't I don't know. That's what it feels like. It but it really could be. Um because yeah. he comes back and like you said, like he's had freak injuries before where like the face yeah, thing in twenty twenty two and like I think he had like some I mean a lot of it's a lot of it's always gonna be like the legs, but he's had like yeah. weirder like I feel like he's had like a shoulder injury. I could be. Yeah, I think it was shoulder like two years ago. Yeah, years but ago. he's always there's always something right, and like, yeah, you can't you can't be at a disadvantage early, and like they're probably going to slip to like the sixth seed, um, or maybe even slip into the play in. And at that point, I think it's just over. Like I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like they need every advantage they can get to be like in there, and like yeah, if you advance past the first round, then maybe you do get lucky with an upset or like an injury for some for some other contender but like if you're having to play on the road like let's say like the three six and even if it's like cleveland like you're you're not feeling great going up against that 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 front line and like um so i don't know i'm predicting first round exit kind of regardless of if he comes back or not yeah yeah no i could see it for sure um but yeah, I think it just highly depends. Like, I mean, if he's back in like three weeks, three four weeks, then it's a different conversation. Then I think it's fine. I would be amazed if he's back before. I, yeah, I really would be amazed <laughs> within a month. So. Yeah, no, no, it looks like a long termer for sure. I got a fun question for you. What's uh-huh. the ideal basketball score? NBA score. Oh. Oh. I, I can give you mine, but I don't want to like sway. No, you, you, don't, you don't have to. Um, let's see. I think. See, when you ask me this, I think of like games in the past yeah, that I've good. liked. Yeah. Um, so like that that so like that Warriors Celtics game that we like mm-hmm. freaked out about, like okay. whatever that was seemed ideal yeah. because like it now involved kind of high scoring. I think yeah. It involved it was high scoring, but it also involved a meltdown. Um, and you enjoy the meltdown part of it. So, like, my I think I think mine is probably like, like the winning team scores like a hundred and twenty, and the loser scores like 
112 or something like that. Or like maybe it's okay. closer. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, I went way lower. I'm on like the I'm in like the 93 to like 89 kind of range. Like maybe 95, okay. 91, something like that. But yeah, I'm like low 90s is the ideal. Or if one team is like just pushing 100, you know? Like old school, like, oh, who's going to get to 100 first? Who's going to win the game kind of deal. Man, your Warrior Celtics game was 132 to 126. It was in overtime, oh, to be fair. Did not feel that like that, high. but yeah. okay. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not that high. That, the regulation score. Yeah, I, been... I don't know. I I, I kind of think I kind of think like like 105, 102, or like something like that. Like, uh, yeah, yep. Because I like that. I mean that that Heat Clippers game is like pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly, but it's pretty fun. I I like ugly. <laughs> it was ugly, but it like wasn't because of like defense. It was because of like okay, yeah. I don't like just the bricking threes. I I like it actually. It, that builds suspense for me. Like when, when teams are just like it's it's not maybe wide open, but like it's relatively open. It feels like a good shot, but they're just not making anything. Like that's that to me is like oh okay like now now all of a sudden like every shot it feels like oh like if they don't make it like this is big or if they do make it it's bigger you know like then it feels like a goal in like hockey or something where it's like oh like oh a three point lead all of a sudden mm, feels like okay oh, yeah. Lead, you know? yeah 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 that's a good that's a good reason I got I always go back to obviously the the game seven uh, Philly Toronto. Mm-hmm. Right, and then uh, the Cleveland Golden State game seven that they had. I think that one was ninety three. Those were those are those had the same total, like ninety two yeah. ninety and ninety ninety three eighty nine. Those are the same yeah. exact. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's like the mold that that I'm like okay, like you know, a little lower scoring. I think the the early two thousands games were a little too like seventy three sixty nine is probably no. a little too low About. for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be checked out that one, yeah. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, that was a fun little question for you. That's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All get, right. get people to to drop it in in the comments on Instagram or something. Ideal basketball scoreline for an NBA game. You can give college to it if you if you want. I I don't watch enough college to really know what the ideal would be. But in college, it's like sixty to sixty-five, like something like that. Yeah. I can see that. Big 12 where defense is king. Um, All right. That's all we got. Um, We'll be back. We'll pick it. We're picking it up. We're two months towards the playoffs. So we're we're, we're going. Post-All-Star break stretch is fun. Yes. That's where the fun's at. Uh, 